The current spoiler level warning is, deal. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of teal. We're talking about a machine from Mobile Suit Gundam 0079. It's variants from UC through the ages. Uh, a little bit of uh, crossbone stuff that's not plot relevant. And then one that is a minor, minor spoiler for uh, Build Fighters. Uh, for the Build Fighters one, we will give you a little spoiler warning, but it's also not that big of a deal overall. I think this episode's uh, pretty safe for GGP listeners, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello friends and folks, welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG, as we check out some Armored Boys. I'm Six Step Mar from Scanline Media. Um, I'm Dylan. Just trying to think of something to say with Armored Boys, my brain just goes Armored Core. Dylan, I'm going to give you a choice. Okay. What's do you want to roll non-spoiler again? Ah? Uh... Or do you want to roll spoiler? Let's roll... Mm, let's do non-spoiler. Okay, let's do non-spoiler. Yeah, let's just do another one. The people who people listening to GDP got screwed this week with the Hydra. In terms of uh, length of thing to listen to. Uh, here's the thing. We got After Colony again. Do you want me to re-roll? Re-roll? Fuck After Colony. <laughs> God, it's, it's After Colony is our new fucking... Like, uh, CCA era UC. Okay, early half, early UC. Okay, that's good. That's good. There we go. There we go. All right. I do like After Colony, but, you know, listen. I do too, but look, we've had... <laughs> we can't roll it three times in a row. Would it be three times in a row? What did we cover last time? Wait, what did we cover last week? Was the Zeong? Oh, wait, no, 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 wait. It wouldn't be three times in a row. It would only be two in a row. It feels no, like was, we've it, done a lot me. of After Colony. It, it does feel like that. I agree. Oh, wow. Okay. What do we get? What do we get? We're talking about the RB79 ball. Oh, fuck. I was like, RB. Oh, no. (laughs) Rumpo ball, I'm assuming. (laughs) Like, that's all I can think it stands for. Okay. Well, the ball. All right. uh, This will actually... Here's the thing. There's a lot of variants of the ball. Mm -hmm. And there's also a predecessor, which we're going to start with, right? Oh, yeah. I guess we... The, you know, you know how I make us do the things. The SPW03 Space Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the SPW03 Space Pod. Uh, well, okay, everyone knows what the ball is. Hey, this is a ball, but not made for combat. This doesn't have a cannon on it. So you look at this; it looks almost like the cockpit area of a like a Tie Fighter or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on the bottom, it's got a little grabby arms. Uh, it's holding a steel beam, presumably for colony construction, not for combat. Um, unless this does, in fact, have a melee weapon. Uh, I mean, listen, you know, you can improvise anything. Yep. Um, and uh, then it's got a little man's in it, and you gotta look... Why does it have a mohawk camera? <laughs> it, I mean, you gotta see what the fuck you're doing. It does, I mean, I guess, yeah, but it's funny to me that it has both a mohawk camera... While having, like, the clear ball, like, you know, you can see through the glass. And then mm-hmm. also, it having, like, the, the little antenna. 
this is a cute thing though. It's a, I like mobile workers. I think they're cute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is like an old one. This has appeared in a couple of things. Uh, I do like that Katoki did a version of it there. If you look, that is, mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming he illustrated it for uh when they did a modified version of the Balverka. But uh, yeah, it's just a little guy. It's ready to do some construction work. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume because we don't have enough information to know. But I'm gonna assume that that little part of the Mohawk cam is mostly used as like a rangefinder. It's hard to do rendezvous in space. Yeah, and if you're building shit, you're gonna be doing a lot of goddamn. And actually, rendezvous. looking at the um, looking at the Katoki one, it looks less like a camera, and it does look like a solid. Like it would be like used for like different forms of like you know. Like radar and stuff, sensor business, sensor yeah. stuff. That's the word. Um, but yeah, it's just a cool little guy. It's got a much lo- much more glass than the uh, ball has, uh, mm-hmm. presumably because this thing is not expecting to be shot at. Uh, but yeah, uh, I-, I like it. It's cute. Um, of course, now we got now we got to go to the more famous of of them, the RB seventy nine ball. Uh, this is the one everyone knows uh, from First okay. Gundam. Now, this design is actually not entirely similar because there are, there are differences. So we get rid of the little rangefinder thing on the top, and now we just have a uh, you know a cannon. A I believe it's a 180. Yeah, 180 yeah. millimeter. Um, had to scroll down for that. So we got a 180 millimeter cannon. Uh, it can aim up and down and presumably rotate. Uh. I will say the connection for the for like the up and down movement looks a little dinky, and so my brain is just like, huh, how many of those failed and the ball was just constantly aiming down at all times because like the barrel weighted one way or like the ammo weighted the other way. I mean, it specifically says that it's a low recoil, and you know that's because that hinge couldn't take high recoil. That is that is true. Um, probably explains why it's ineffective as well, right? Because <laughs> yeah. generally speaking. Well, like, it, it's a 180mm, which seems like it's big, and it looks like it has a long barrel, but I'm presuming it's not, like, using the most explosive force to fire out, so it might be, fi- like, firing shots that are, like, you know, lower velocity and therefore not as damaging. Um, mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, moving on down, uh, a lot of the glass on the original has been replaced. You just have a little viewport at the front and two little ones on the side. Um you know, this thing lives up to its name. It's a ball. Uh, you've got a little red... The, the area around the front, um, you've got, like, a red... I, I'm assuming... I'm, if I'm remembering right, that's the cockpit, actually. Like, the red part yeah, swings Yeah, that's, that's the cockpit hatch, yeah. Yep. And then as you move down, on the arms, you've got verniers on the left and right. The whole bottom of this thing is covered in, like, a circle of verniers, along with ones pointing directly down. Uh... You've got the little arms. I love these little arms so much. They're just little grabby hands. Uh, and then the back of this is funny because it kind of has a backpack. It does have the two thrusters just pointing down. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's the ball. Uh, you know, this is supposed to be showing, oh, uh, you know, the Federation desperate to field more numbers in space took what was a worker unit and basically slapped a cannon on it and a little bit of extra armor and called it a day um, alongside like the gyms. Imagine being in a squad as like the ball pilot as like the other two people have fucking gyms and you're just like, Oh, okay. I- I'm well, here. actually I think if you, if you'll do your homework, Dylan, mm. 
disapproving voice, you'd know that a standard uh, Federation combat team would be three gyms and two balls. Oh, okay. Well, imagine so you have you have the two ball people. pilots together to commiserate about how fucked uh, they are. Oh, it's for morale, right? That way they they'll simply yeah. complain at one another throughout the battle rather than uh huh uh huh <laughs> rather exactly. than lowering the morale of the GM pi- or the gym pilots by you know saying that anyway. Uh, so there's the ball. There's actually so it doesn't have its own article, and I just realized I was like, wait a minute. I thought there was a different prototype ball, and there is. There's the RX-76, or uh, RB-76. No, it says RX-76, yeah. Uh, don't like to... I, I guess the prototype of the ball would theoretically be, like, experimental. So, mm. um, and you can see on the prototype ball, it's basically just a more detailed color version. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like a weird camo version. Um, the hinge looks a little bit sturdier. Mm-hmm. Though, though how, I, I do have to wonder how much of the hinge not looking sturdy. It's just very silly, like, you know, 1979 art, uh, Okawara art there. Um, now, the thing that, int- oh. like, me- mechanically, the ball is actually really interesting mm-hmm. because it's not just that, like, oh, it's like, it's not a mobile suit, right? It is a full on, like, it shows us a lot of technology that doesn't get reused anywhere else. Right? Like, it doesn't have a reactor. It just uses fuel cells. And also, its thrusters, its verniers and stuff, don't turn. No. They just go. I mean, this is like, the ball is honestly a design that we could almost make now in 2021. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, like, that's the thing, right? Like, this is like, this doesn't need to have all that. Because it has those Mm -hmm. arms, right? So, like, Okay, theoretically, it has the arms. It can use those for AMBAC for rotation and stuff, like, more so than mm-hmm. even, like, the like having precision burners for it. And, like, yeah, no, it doesn't need all of that is the thing. Um, it, it, it's not designed... This was never designed for combat, and it's very apparent. Um, it, it, yeah, all the thrusters... So, yeah, they all use solid fuel, like, explosives, too. So, they... If I'm remembering solid fuel right, you run you run through you, one with solid fuel. Don't you like have less control over like how much you're able to like pump out? Basically, yeah, the degree of thrust is much harder to control. Yeah, it's just you just go basically like mm-hmm. it, like if I'm remembering Kerbal Space Program correctly, uh, solid fuel boosters and that are basically just uh you know you can't even turn off the input on them. They start going and they just keep going. Uh, yeah, and I mean the way you the way you do that to, to to like to modify it, and I assume that's what they did here, is instead of having it be one like each each like slot be one solid fuel booster, it's probably a bunch of tiny little charges. Oh, they have like little charges, and they'll let the charge go off, and then so so that's interesting because that would limit you in a very different way too, right? Like liquid fuel, mm-hmm. you pay attention to ah, my gas is on empty. With solid fuel, in this case, you would have like a limited number of times you could theoretically like thrust a certain way yeah uh yeah that's... you're like oh shit i'm out of lefts yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm all out of lefts i can't go left anymore. or i can't go left as fast i have to use my I have to swing the arms so that i can do some am back movement uh-huh. um or swing the cannon maybe <laughs> a little um 
yeah, and then, like, here's the thing with the ball, too. Like, there's... There are, like, even, like, outside of, like, actual variations, there are, like... So, for Gundam Sentinel, for instance, uh, one of the Sentinel things, uh, you have this ball, which is the same one that uh, Kotoki would later use for, um, like, Evolve, uh, 8th MS Team, etc. He he draws it so that they have, a they have like, a sub-arm underneath mm-hmm. their arm. So that... Because here's the thing. When you look at the ball, like the baseball, not not baseball, the the standard ball, um, <laughs> you can see Wait, those little gravity. Yeah, yeah the base the baseball does exist. Though. Well, yes, okay, <laughs> we'll talk about that. Um, the little grabby hands, <laughs> um, those are going to be moving like larger things. They're not right. Yeah, and like so, even though this is like a mobile worker, it is really funny because like looking at it, it doesn't seem like it could. So that's presumably why Katoki on his version of this added that, like, extra little swingy arm so that, like, the whole front of the arm itself can be used like a claw. So it, like, has, like, two little manipulators for finer manipulation, and then it's got, like, it can swing that under if it's carrying, like, a large girder or something. Or, mm-hmm. like, a colony wall piece or anything like that. Um. Yeah, so, the ball. Um. Uh... Now, I don't remember where this comes from. I'm assuming, uh, I can't remember, this doesn't come up in the anime. It says in 079, but they don't mean the anime. Uh, the balls being mobile coffins. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not wrong, right? Because here's the thing. If you aim at Azaku with this thing, you better hope you hit it. Because if you don't, if Azaku is trying to maneuver around and I'm using the Zaku as an example of, like, the basis, like, most basic thing you're going to fight on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not even going to include, like, Rick Doms and shit, because if there are Rick Doms and whatnot, you're extra dead. Um, but, like, you know, you better hit that Zaku, and you better hit it, like, in the cockpit, because there's a high chance your bullets, the, the bullet might not even penetrate the armor. Um, all the way. So, yeah, it's a nightmare. <laughs> Being but a ball also, pilot seems I like mean, it would be nightmarish. I, I will say to its credit, right? The ball is a small target. Yeah. It can carry it can carry its own cover, not just a shield. It can just pick up a whole ass sheet of metal and carry it. And also, with the way those those verniers work with the solid fuel like shaped charges, its movement would be very unpredictable if you were a good pilot. Yeah, that's true. It could probably, like, you know, just... That's the thing, like, it would move, like, how you expect some more, like, things to move in space sometimes when you see them now, right? Like, where you get, like, the very, like, sudden, like, jum, jum, like shifting movements like that. Like, it could do mm-hmm. that um, in a way that, like, mobile suits really tend not to move like that. Um, like, this would have a lot of, like, quick shifting movements. It wouldn't necessarily matter what way it was facing, because, again, like, it does have, like, rings of thrusters and stuff all around it. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, you can't necessarily predict it. Uh, this, like, the Katoki version and some later versions um, tend to add, like, verniers to the top, too. Like, uh, four of them uh, every which way. So, like, you would have a lot of, like, shifty movement. Uh, mm-hmm. Which would be cool. Um, but, yeah. Uh, the ball... Being a, a 0079 unit also means we have many, many, many variants to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. So talking about the first one, I guess we'll just go through the letter ones. 
we have the ball type C. Uh, mm-hmm. So the ball type C is interesting because here's the thing. I mentioned Kotoki's ball adds like the little elbows, right? Here's mm-hmm. the thing. The only change on the type C is in fact just the little elbow arms. The problem is, depending on what it's in, sometimes this gets called a different ball, sometimes this is the same ball. <laughs> um, hmm. uh, basically, though, because this was designed for 0083, the cannon has a bit of extra detail. You've got some extra handles happening around like the uh, the front of the ball, and you've got the little elbow things, but otherwise, very similar to just like the Katoki version of the original classic ball. Which, indeed, this is a Katoki art, so... Yep. Um... Then we have the ball type F, or the ball added armor type. Hell yeah. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, what have we done? Sick. We have applied a metal plate to the uh, the cockpit hatch, basically. And there's, I think there's a couple little metal plates, like, strewn about on it. Like, you can see them on, the, like, the, the, the sides, the front. And mm-hmm. also, we've added a backpack. for uh, with, with, a, with a thruster on a, like ball joint kind of like it's on it's a, a ball fucking, it looks like a fucking like zaku minesweeper backpack it's weird it <laughs> i it's got so on either side of the backpack on the top you've got uh verniers that i'm presuming can rotate like around and then the middle of it you have this vernier on a ball that is also able to just go any which way um i love this silly thing it's so dumb and i love it um because yeah, it's just a ball with extra armor. Uh, do you like the picture that uh, Okawara drew down there of uh, of it with like the cannon pointed directly at the uh, the, the viewer? Um, mm-hmm. And it's just kind of got its arms just doing something for some reason. <laughs> it's like, look, Okawara desperately just, trying to figure out a dynamic pose for the ball. It's just mid macarena. <laughs> so the ball F is basically a ball with more. And, and more, more mobility. mobility because it has the thruster. So basically, it's a flat-out improvement. <laughs> yeah. Thing. I mean, it says says here the the uh, the ball type F was well received by pilots, um, which to me is extremely depressing, right? Yeah. Because this is still far inferior to like a Zaku, but or a gym. Yeah. The the but other thing are... that we're fielding. But by this point, the ball pilots are so used to flying like. I guess it is fair to call them mobile coffins. They're definitely coffins, and they're quite mobile. Um, and it's like, oh, thank God you put some extra armor plating on this one. Yeah, ma- <laughs> maybe you. maybe a Zaku machine gun won't just rip this and rip, rip this one in half or blow like, a hole through the how window. Much, imagine how much you must be beat down by life for them to be like, we're going to put two more armor plates on your ball, and you're like, oh, thank you. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. And then here's one that annoys me because this is a, this name is funny to me. The ball work type, the, the RV79G. Um, Mm -hmm. aren't all balls work types? No. I mean, okay. The original ball is not like, you know, it's got like a cannon on it and stuff, but you get what I mean, right? Like, Calling it a work type is just strange to me because we already have, like, mobile workers. So you took a mobile worker, you turned it into a weapon, and then you turn it back into a mobile worker. 
Well, the difference is that this is a this is intended to like again. I think I've made this comparison for other mobile suits before. This is like Army Corps of Engineers. This is like it is able to do that kind of work on a battlefield. It has armor. It has the maneuverability. That's fair. It will not just get destroyed instantly. It also ha- it looks like it has a weird like the arm on top looks strange to me because uh, it looks well, like it should crane. be on, it, it should be on so. the ground is what it looks like the the crane arm. Um, mm. Just because, like, that design feels weird for a space use thing. Like, that's something I imagine on, like, a ground vehicle, you know? Um, and then you've added yeah. some you've added some spotlights to the uh, to the front of it. Otherwise, yeah, you've, you've strapped on, like, a truck's grill. Yeah. Yeah, it, looks, it does look like they just put a truck grill on it. God. Otherwise, it's just green. They made it green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also, yeah. like, an orange one. Uh, yeah, these were for Gundam Crisis, which I believe is a ride. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a ride for uh, I don't know where at even, um because I it, it's the sequel to Gundam the Ride Eboku. Mm. Which yeah, was... if you wanted to make a Gundam ride that was scary, you'd just be like, okay, we're putting you in a ball. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, I mean, like I said, no. Hey, oh, also you've added. Speaking of truck. If you look right below the head, you've added a winch too. Like a, it's got a winch on a wire. Uh huh. So it does have like yeah, a little. Yeah. Good point. Good point. It, it, this thing is ready to tow things in space. Um, yeah. I mean, like it's fine. It's just, you know, not the most exciting variant, but it's fun. Here's what I wish. I wish it had like. I think. I think just the top arm bugs me. It just. It looks so weird and dangly there, and it's like just a big buff arm coming out of the top of the head of a ball. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Next ball variant. This one is from 8th MS Team. This is the ball type K. Uh, this. Okay, the ball type K is the early one of the earliest types produced and superior to later mass production types. Wait, so this was before the ball. No, 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 wait, what does this it mean is, by... No, at, what happens is, at a certain point in the production of the ball, they switch to a different model, which becomes the new mass production. It's probably a variant we haven't talked about yet. Okay, weird. That wording is just very strange there. So the ball mm-hmm. type K, uh, primary differences. This also has the winch and the uh, truck grill on it, and it has two cannons on top instead of one. Mm-hmm. Um... And the two cannons have, like, a little radome in the middle. Uh, yeah, and it's orange. I, I really want to know, like, what kind of caliber these guns have. Yeah, I, hmm, I'm curious. Because uh, I will say, the one time we see it in use in, in 08 MS Team, uh, at point blank, it doesn't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, it really doesn't, does it? Um... It looks like an anti-aircraft gun. It does look like, yeah, it does look like a, like an anti-aircraft gun that you have in like an S, but the problem is that that's not going to work on a mobile suit. Aircraft are notoriously uh, not armored, unlike, you know, <laughs> unlike a mobile suit, which is all armor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm actually going to the MG model real quick, because I want to see if they attach like a number or anything to the cannons, just out of curiosity. Uh, nope, I got a section saying, the fight is on, or go to the rescue of Jim, or Wirework. Um. Cool. <laughs> go to the rescue of Jim. Uh. 
Yeah, no. No no numbers. It's just double cannon. <laughs> the double cannon. Uh, you know, it's... Yeah, the, the thing is, you're like, oh, now it has two guns. That's so cool. But they're not. They're not cool. They're weak. <laughs> they're worthless. Yeah. I mean, I feel like... If anything, th- I-, I think there is a purpose to this design, right? It has the two guns, which will give it a, a better fire rate. It has like better has that ray dome, presumably that gives it better radar. It has the construction. So it becomes this machine that perhaps has accepted the fact that it is not for fighting Zakus. Yeah. If you use it for other things, perhaps it's useful. <laughs> perhaps. There's a big asterisk there that it'll be working on. True, true. <laughs> You're not wrong. <sighs> All right. Well, I do like it recorded its possibly greatest achievement by reaching a stalemate against a Zaku. Yeah, a, yep. a stalemate. <laughs> a stalemate against a test pilot, too. Should know. In mm-hmm. a test machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, a, a test machine that wasn't as armed up as it normally would be. <laughs> so, again, asterisks even there. Um, Indeed. So, you, you were talking about the Zaku Mine Layer earlier. Well, let me introduce <laughs> you to the RB-79M Ball Type M, also known as the Ball Bomber. <laughs> Here comes the Ball Bomber! I'm sorry! Oh, I'm a child, but I read Ball Bomber and it hit me and I just was like... <laughs> uh, was... God. Okay, the Ball Bomber. Uh, this is a ball where we have removed the cannon, we've added a, a more fancy sensor system... We've had to make the arms shorter? Question mark. Look at those. Well, otherwise arms. they're otherwise they're just gonna get clipped by the, the by mines. mines. And then this basically exists to fly onto a battlefield and scatter forty-eight mines. Here's, That's it. Okay, listen. I, I I really love this. You look at that art. You look at the point where the mine pods connect to it, and mm-hmm. you can see there's a hinge. Yep, because they can fold back. That's adorable. So it's like a little, you got a little square <laughs> backpack and then it goes onto the, presumably on the battlefield, that's when it's like spreads them open so that it can like mm-hmm. spread mines over a larger area. Um, Hence its nickname, the lunchbox. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that. The lunchbox. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> this thing is cute. It's. It is cute. I mean, I guess here's the thing. It, my brain goes, oh no. I guess if you're putting this out there, though, this is not being used in active combat. This is being used to put mines on a field that is, like, already secure. I'm guessing. Or or in preparation for or a battle. Or in preparation battle. for a yeah. battle, yeah. Yeah. This is... Here's the thing. These shorter arms give me Tachikoma vibes, and I like it. Oh, yeah, because they, yeah, they hang cute. down like that. There's... <laughs> just little just little arms i mean the design is cute don't get me wrong it's just this is a friend just it's a, a friend very... that you constantly feel it's a it's a friend that's always calling you crying but it's a friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah you would not want to be attacked well in this because you you literally can't do anything <laughs> hey, if anything, and also you're covered with 48 bombs i was gonna say if anything <laughs> if you haven't distributed your minds yet uh that's real bad <laughs> all right Finally, we have, uh, this is from an Igloo manga, not the Igloo animation, but, uh, the RB-79N Fisheye. Mm-hmm. This is a marine-type ball. <laughs> um, 
So <laughs> the the Federation said, <laughs> "We hear you when we're listening. <laughs> we provided what the like. Listen, the demand." <laughs> Who was fervent, and we have provided you with the machine you all want, the underwater ball. Uh, okay, so, uh, the fish eye. Um, <laughs> so, it's a ball, but we have removed some of the verniers, and I'm assuming the ones that are left were maybe converted into, like, jets, like, for, uh, like, hydro jets. You'd hope. I would hope. <laughs> Uh, it does have a large hydrojet engine, like, on the back of it. And the arms have been replaced with giant claws for, like, crushing. Uh, and then... I, oh, sorry. I really wish they had just given it, like, sur- like, like salvaged Zagok arms. God. <laughs> yeah, it's just got big, enlarged melee arms. And then on the top of it, you've got a two-barrel spear gun. I, hey, Dylan? Yeah? I have a question. Mm-hmm. What's the spear gun for? What's that going to be useful against? Uh, well... Has Zeon been fielding <laughs> whales? <laughs> well, uh, look, the Aqua Gym has a spear gun, so clearly... Ah, uh, yes, the Aqua Gym. Obviously, another a great design. You're right. That proves that it's useful. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't know. Maybe maybe firing it at like the joints of a robot. Maybe maybe to distract an act guy if you're lucky. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what these spear guns are gonna do. Like, yeah, no, I. Mm. Oh, this also has a better generator than the normal ball. So they they did upgrade it, which is funny. We had to put a bigger <laughs> engine in there. Oh boy. Uh, like, this design is kind of cool, but also... Oh, and also, uh, I like the touch where it has a searchlight on the mouth, but because of the design of the bar with the searchlight, it looks almost like, you know, like scuba gear. Mm-hmm. Like a little breathing apparatus. Uh, I just like that touch. Um, yeah, no, this is... Uh, I, I mean, you know... I... I, I really don't understand why everything decides... Like, I, I know ranged weapons don't quite work the same underwater, but everything decides, oh, we're going to give it a spear gun because it's underwater, and my brain's just like, harpoons are for fish. Yeah, give it torpedoes. What are we doing? Yeah, I... I don't know. Uh, well... That's the fish eye. Yeah. All right. Now we can get into want... upgrades, like developed well, intos instead of variants. No, we can't. That's no, we not can't? true. Oh, what, no. what other variant is there? We also have to very quickly touch on the ball magnet coating type. Right. I mean, that's it's an non-canon. It's uh, non-canon. It doesn't. Uh, it's, it's from. It's, it's uh, only in a parody manga. <laughs> I was gonna say, wait, if this is from Blaster Mari. Yeah, this is a mm-hmm. parody manga. But we can we can assume that it has incredible response time. <laughs> uh, yes, look at the picture of it. Do you see that cannon? How fast it's, it's true. moving? That's, it's that's it's some, rotating that's a cannon like a helicopter, and the arms are also <laughs> rotating like that. I I love this. That's a great point. That's a great point. And we also well, I guess I guess you know what these are upgrades. I'll let you I'll let you take over. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so uh, we have the RB one thirty three model ball model one thirty three from Crossbone Gundam. This is mm-hmm. a ball that has a triple row of cannons. And I think some head Vulcans. Yes. 
Yes, it does have 30 millimeter head Vulcan. They gave the ball head Vulcans. Yes. Why? Uh, to solve a problem that didn't exist. I, this is probably a problem. Um, okay, if you look at the arms, uh, instead of doing the double arm setup where you have like the larger upper arm and the the, the lower arm is just kind of be like a claw, um, it's just got two pairs of the same arms now. So it's just got weird little four arms. As a little friend, I like the design. Um, I mean, it's still a ball at its core. Uh, they've tripled the cannons, though, and that is very funny to me. They're all the same cannon from the original ball, so it's just three 180 <laughs> I didn't know that part. Uh-huh. That's pretty funny. Uh, I mean, I, I guess here's the thing. You you worry less about penetration and like missing and whatnot when there's three of them side by side if you fire link them. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I bet that would that would be able to destroy a Zaku. Uh, here's the thing. They're not still fielding Zakus in 130 No, UC. they're not. <laughs> no, they are not. They are fielding things with, like, beam shields and other things. Um, all right. How much? Okay, Dylan. Yeah? It's math time. Mm-hmm. How many RB133s would it take to take down the Ruflesia? Uh, incalculable numbers. <laughs> May as well have used all the material that you have used on all of these balls to just make a really big gun. I just need the Gundam version of totally, re- totally realistic battle simulator. <laughs> just God. Like... <laughs> uh... Speaking of crossbow, we're not done yet because then we have the B Gundam or the ball oh shit, Gundam. a Gundam. Um, not quite. I can't believe, I can't believe there's a, oh man, I didn't, there's another uh, UC 0079 Gundam. Man, the fuck, Z, the Xeon must be quaking in their boots. Let's see this, let's see this masterpiece. So, Uman Samon, Uman Samon, uh, decided to modify his ball because he was one of the unlucky souls that was a ball pilot. Mm-hmm. And what he has done is make a giant fake Gundam faceplate. And I mean a faceplate, because this thing can eject it when necessary. This is a ball wearing a Gundam mask. Like, a a fucking Halloween mask. It's just a giant Halloween mask that he made out of, I don't know, fucking paper mache. Though, apparently, it made it unbalanced and made it actually harder to pilot. Because the faceplate (laughs) added a bunch of extra weight to the front of it. Um, uh, please do not replace your switch casing with, uh, with, with third party switch casings. They cannot handle the strain. (laughs) So this is funny because they tie this into a funny story that you hear about inside media for 0083, where remember how, uh, how there was the whole, you know, uh, Gato Nightmare Solomon, he, he left his position. Which mm-hmm. uh, is why Amuro got through and was able to, you know, win at Solomon. Uh, so apparently, the reason why is because, it, like, okay, first of all, I think it was oh, just no. side material that did this. <laughs> oh no, uh, I think I know what Crossbone this is decided be. to go. Ah, he, the Xeon soldier, saw the ball gun. Oh no. Uh, the Federation soldiers were confused. Uh, the Xeon soldiers were also 
confused. And they thought it was the Gundam's head. And so I think they just assumed the Gundam was destroyed. And so Gato went, okay, so we don't have to guard against the Gundam anymore. And then moved away. Oh, I thought it was going to be like they assumed it was like the Zeong where its head could fly around and still be a threat. No, no, no. They, the ball Gundam, I think, literally just, uh, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> I just got it to the later going? passage. Okay, so we keep going. So Gato leaves the position because of the ball Gundam, because everyone was confused by what they saw. However, later in the battle, the ball Gundam was spotted. And the Xeon pilots only saw a massive Gundam head and never got a good look at it. They only saw it from a distance. The enemy soldiers feared that it was the actual Gundam and thought it was massive. Which led to the creation of the Xeon <laughs> to match the Gundam's apparent enormous size. Fuck Crossbone. Oh, but we're not done there, Dylan. The ruse was the ruse finally was, was up. Destroyed it was attacked by three, three Rick, Rick Doms. And it beat them without hitting them with any fire it whacked one of them with a cannon it bumped the other one into a meteorite and the last one it smashed by detaching its faceplate uh, the B gun three was kills never without firing anyone. a single bullet the higher ups had stricken it from the record making the B Gundam a phantom unit <laughs> I hate everything about it on one hand the cartooniness is funny but on the other hand I know people take things like this in Gundam seriously and I'm like no I refuse I just think it's really funny that Zeon believed in bigger Luke theory. <laughs> bigger Gundam. I swear it was this big. Shark's just like, no. Shark, sh like, um, like, like they're they're like relaying the information to Shark. They're like, you faced that behemoth and got away so many times, and he thinks that they're just like over exaggerating. Um, and no, they literally think that he's been fighting like a fucking thirty meter tall Gundam or something. And I, they're like, sir, I, sir, I caught a picture of it. He's like. What the fucking fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the ball Gundam. Uh, for one other UC-based variant, it doesn't have its own article, but I was able to find the picture of it. Uh, we do have ball frog type. I don't actually know what this does. Uh, it is called I'm gonna the guess frog it's, an, it's probably another underwater one, right? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I like the pilot suit that goes with it, apparently. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, that's that's it. That's that's the frog type. It's more underwater type. Uh, there's also a mention of a ball refined type, but unfortunately, I'm not able to find the all art of this. So now it's time to talk about one thing from a future thing, but it's a side Honest story of a future thing. So yeah, honestly, I don't like. I'm not giving a spoiler warning for this. It's not an animation. It's not relevant to anything. No. It's just someone did a someone did a neat gunpla thing. So yeah, it's, it's just a gunpla thing. Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, Build Divers GVWC. Uh, this is the Polypod Ball. I like this one because yeah. this is a ball that has been made for land combat by giving it spider wings. Yeah, you want to talk about Tachikoma vibes? <laughs> uh huh. So. Apparently the legs are made of junk parts found in the ho hobby shop by the builder. Uh, Those pretty good junk parts. Yeah, well, I guess, I guess he probably, you know, if he's a good builder, he probably refined them and all that. But yeah, mm. no, this is just... They, they, he gave a ball fucking four legs. And that's its primary difference, really. Uh, he Apparently he wanted... He thought it was unfair for Gundams to have legs despite being mostly space use. 
And that's why he gave the ball legs. That's funny. <laughs> He's like, oh, so even though the Gundams are mostly used in space, they have legs? Why don't balls have legs? Okay. I like this pilot, actually. Yeah, this is alright. I uh I would have bought the P Bandai of this if I was if I was in the in the business at the time. Or if like I don't think it was on the US store. Yeah. If it pops up on the US store, me. I might get it at some point. Yeah. Uh, this thing's this thing's fun. Uh the the, the by the way, the pilot the, the builder name is Azuma Carl Thompson. Is his full name. Azuma Carl Thompson. And his oh, diver, look at this guy, he seems cool. His diver name is Ball. He's just a regular guy, yeah. He lives. He lives in a cramped apartment with his mother and six sisters. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> Hang in there. Yep. <laughs> uh, I love this thing though. It's great. It's just a little friend. Um, they did do a P Bandai of it, and um, I I like. I, I just like it. Mm-hmm. It's just a ball with spider legs. What more could you want? I mean, there's a lot that you could probably want, but then again, I don't know. This looks like it would be intimidating. Could you imagine mm-hmm. if the Federation was fielding this, like, all, like these crawling all over Solomon? Like, I have to imagine that would strike a bit more fear. Just because... Just seeing a bunch of, like, ball, like balls like this walking around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of want to take this and, like, just swap out that top cannon for, like, a, like a, the Heavy Arms Custom, like, double Gatling gun. There um, we go. Get some business now, done. Now, here's what we could do. We could mm-hmm. swap out the top cannon... And then get another polypod ball and swap out its top cannon, and then put them their heads on top of each other. That way, Ooh. it can jump onto the roof in this in in like areas with low gravity. Uh, I see. It'd be it'd be stations. it'd be like an omnidirectional design. <laughs> and then when it's not in use, uh, it, it because it doesn't have any weapons. What it could do is have the ball rotate because that's a turret up there, and they would have two ro- rotating turrets linked together. So it can rotate at high speeds and have the other four legs just be like weird melee weapons, or like a, like a rotor. Yes. If it's if it's if you have it on the ground, you're like we're taking off. I'm, it'll definitely put out enough uh, enough horsepower for that. Obviously, definitely. <laughs> it's build anything can happen. It's anything can. Happen. Uh, there is actually a variant of it where instead of having uh, the cannon, uh. There is a version of it that has, I believe that's the rifle from the one Hyakushiki variant from the same uh, story. Uh, so it actually has a beam rifle mounted That's on a it. powerful gun! Yeah. That thing's a threat! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the ball, everybody! <laughs> God bless the ball. God bless the ball. Also, do note, they did a two... Because the ball is sold as a two-pack in high grade, because... It is so small that selling it as a one pack would probably be like not worth it. Uh, they they also sold a two pack of them in two different Seven Eleven colors. Nice. Uh, I always love the Seven Eleven Gumpla. They're always funny to me. They're they're good. I wish right. they weren't incredibly expensive. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're they're probably really cheap when you could buy them in a Seven Eleven. Right. Sure. Sure. And that's but the problem. Oh. The problem is they're in a Seven Eleven in Japan. So good luck. We forgot one. We promised to oh. talk about one, and oh. we didn't. What? What one did we not talk about? The baseball. Ah. And here's your minor spoiler warning for one episode of Gundam Build Fighters. 
my minor minor spoilers for uh Gundam Filled Fire. Well, you'll you'll probably signal that. Uh, yeah. There's a baseball episode. The baseball looks like a ball. Baseball. But uh, <laughs> we did it. But up, but but up, but and then a crane grabs me by the neck and pulls me off stage. I just. Oh, I oh, really forgot. Sorry, go ahead. There is one more variant because they didn't put it with all the fucking variants because the wiki sucks. Uh, oh, the thunderbolt it... ball. Yeah, there is the thunderbolt ball. Uh, so the thunderbolt ball is like okay, well we've improved the top cannon, uh, and we've added some sleds for some reason, and also instead of the lower arm being an arm, it's got like a pair of fucking Uzis. Those are the smallest. Those must be like the caliber of those things. Those must be fucking nine millimeters. You're not gonna tickle anything with that. Yeah, no, that that looks like that. That's like a person-sized gun. Maybe maybe a little bit large, but like at the same time, you're operating on like look at the little barrels there. So small, so small. And then this um, this also has a var- variant in the form of a marine type ball, which is the worst marine type ball yet because this one is just a ball. It, it looks like you've put a like you've just embedded a ball into a sled again. <laughs> though also it does have torpedo launchers, so it would technically be the most effective form of ball we've ever seen. <laughs> Especially for the water, yes. Yeah. Um, I think these still get chumped on. Of course. I mean, Why they're balls. They? They're balls. You just you know. All right, now that's everything. I'm sorry. I, the wiki's I, formatting was bad. It it was, and I just I just desperately wish that like you know fucking you know build fighters or someone had the had the courage to give us a full psycho frame ball, a ball with destroy mode. Cowards. Uh, I'm sure one day <laughs> they're still doing build stuff. I'm sure one day someone will do a side story and they'll decide to do that. I will, I will, I will absolutely, I promise you now, if I, if I can get an MG ball that can expand destroy mode, one, I will buy it, and two, I will, I will make it officially the one time destroy mode is a good idea. <laughs> God. I still think a lot about how the ball was, like, one of the earliest Verkaz. I think it was the third. So you had the Arc-78 Verkaz, the Wing Gundam Verkaz, and then you had the Ball Verkaz. The Bulver call fucking rules, by the way. Like it's yeah, it's a bit of an older master grade at this point, but it it's a good build. I mean, the thing is, the ball is so simple; it's easy to do a good build with it. Um, but yeah, all right. Six. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at six detmar s i x d e t t m a r. You can also find my work at scanlandmedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlandmedia. What about you, Dylan? Uh, you can find me at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com. That's basically where everything I do is. Um, and that's it. Yeah. And um, until next time, remember, the only time a ball ever hit anything is when it was kicked into a Zaku. Balls well, that ends well. Amuro, Amuro. 宇宙の彼方に輝く星は安室お前の生まれたふるさとだ
覚えているかい少年の日のことを温かいぬくもりの中で目覚めた朝をアムロ振り向くなアムロ男は涙を見せぬもの見せぬものただ明日へと明日へと永遠